1: I'm Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce and author of Preservation Pantry, Modern Canning from Root to Top and Stem to Core. I love inspiring business owners to get started on their journeys, encouraging folks to be part of their local community, and I'm excited to help business owners tell their stories. Join us as we explore the journeys of women entrepreneurs in the food and beverage industry.
2: Marketed Choice is a proud sponsor of the Meaningful Marketplace because we believe in the power of local craft makers to reinvent the way food and beverage products get to market in Oregon. Our vision is to inspire, mentor, support, and assist local producers to reach their fullest potential. For 40 years, Marketed Choice has been supporting our local farmers, ranchers, fisher folk, and entrepreneurs. We believe the way we source products has a positive ripple effect across our great state. That's why we're proud to offer over 7,000 local products to our stores and that the majority of our purchases support our robust regional food system. Thanks, Marketed Choice. <laughs> Hello, everybody.
1: Welcome to Masoni and Marshall, a meaningful marketplace. We're here weekly to discuss the journey of food entrepreneurs. This is Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce.
2: And Sarah Massoni of Oregon State University's College of Agricultural Science and Department of Food Science and Technology's Food Innovation Center.
1: <laughs> Your ever-growing title—you <laughs> could really make up a new one every time. I don't know that ever- I did. I said it kind of different this time. Just to see if I liked it. Listening. I think that one uh, made it. You sound really professional. <laughs> okay, I like it. Okay. Uh, I wanted to tell you, Sarah, I had a really fun experience at the farmers market this weekend because. Oh. I have to say that um, th- during this time of year for us makers, the farmer's markets this time of year can be a little bit tough. It's cold. It's wet. We're getting rained on. It's not very busy. So I was kind of feeling a little down at the market. Uh-oh. And this customer came up to me and she said that she loves our show. And do you know her name? And do it all the time. I, do, I don't know her name, but I know the name of her company. She oh. Her um, but she's from Queen of Tarts. Oh, and so um, she came to the market and said that she listens to the show all the time and that she really appreciated, especially advice from you regarding pricing because she's pretty new and she's trying to figure out her pricing. But what she also said that she really likes is that she buys something from every guest on the show, which I thought was really cool. And so she came to the Portland Farmer's Market for the first time she'd never been there. And so she came to um, kind of meet the people that had been on the show. So I thought that was really cool.
2: Whoa, that's taking it all to another level.
1: I know. So not only are we like introducing people to new vendors, but also giving them new information. It just, it made my market day, it was kind of like a downer. And then I just felt like pumped up. (laughs) It was
2: like a full circle
1: effect. Yeah, it was super awesome. Yeah. So I wanted to tell you about that. It really made my day. And thanks for um, coming to the market and supporting all of us out there. That was really lovely. Yeah.
2: Maybe she'll have to be on the show.
1: I know. I told her. I got her card, so I get, I will get her booked. Okay, really let's nice. do it. Uh,
2: I do have some food news for
1: everybody. Good, because so, I don't. <laughs> you don't have any I know not, it's a little I it's it's hard because a lot of times we're talking we, our food news is about events and there's not a lot of those happening but um there is a new spot that we want to tell everybody about it's oh. called cooperativa and oh it's yeah female run food hall it's actually pretty close to you at the food and yeah Radio. I'm gonna try and go there Tuesday for some gelato perfect yeah it's really cool so it is headed by um Sarah Schaefer she Used to have Irving Street Kitchen. She's yeah, full um, chef. I gotta and ask them if they're gonna be making their butterscotch pudding. I I mean, I'm guessing they are going to have, you know, a lot of the classics that they had from the restaurant, but people can come and get it in more of a grab-and-go style. And eventually it'll be, you know, an open market food hall that people can come and experience all of the different things. But they just opened, so everybody should go check it out. They're open Tuesday through Saturday from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. They have a website. We'll tag them in um, in our Instagrams, and everybody should go Check out
2: the new space because it's a hard time to open a new business. So (laughs) go support them. It's just around the corner from that Ovation's coffee shop. Oh, cool.
1: Yeah, it said it was the Tanner Point building. I didn't know where that was, but it's... It's uh, a
2: brand new building. It's right next to the hotel that's yellow and black. And it's like right there on the corner, right where you would cross over the railroad tracks. Right in in Northwest.
1: So the Mm -hmm. address is 1250 Northwest Ninth Avenue. So everyone... Go check out the new, they're calling it a modern Italian market. It's beautiful, actually. And if you're a food entrepreneur and you have information for us to announce, you can send those to us the easiest ways through Instagram on our Masonian Marshall account. And we will help you spread the word about any events, new products, awards, anything you got going on. Let us know and we will help get the word out on the street. Yes, we will. <laughs> Well, we're not just here to talk about us and food news. We have some (laughs) special guests today. We're joined by Sikta and Rippy of Kalsa Salsa in Portland, Oregon, and they are the makers of award-winning Indian fusion salsas. Welcome, you two. Hey, hi. Thank you. It's so good to have you here on the show. And. Um, Just so that we can connect our listeners to you and um, your business, what's the best way that they can find you, your um, social media handles and such?
3: Yeah, so we have our Facebook page, Kalsa Salsa. Then we have uh, Instagram, Kalsa underscore Salsa. Then we are on Twitter, which is a little bit twisted. It's Salsa underscore Kalsa. (laughs) Perfect. Every kind of salsa
2: salsa you can think of. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Perfect.
1: Well, we'll make sure that people um, find you online and we'll tag you in our things as well so they can um, find you. We want to help people know your story and know about you. So can we start with the name? Can you tell us about the name of your
3: salsa? Awesome. Uh, so the, yeah. so the, cool. the, comp-
4: the company is Courses salsa salsa. And we have three flavors. Uh, we have a classic. We have a black bean salsa, and we have a mango habanero salsa.
2: Perfect. Can and you we're, tell us. Hey, I'm going to be nosy. Sure. <laughs> I noticed there's a lot of businesses that are called kalsa. so you yes. have to tell us what colsa means. Don't be shy. De- definitely definitely definitely
4: definitely. So so. Khalsa is a Persian word meaning pure. It it also represents a a religious community of Sikhs, I'm a Sikh, uh, which is rooted heavily on honest and truthful living and recognizing all of the human race as one, and with the um, heavy emphasis on selfless service to the others.
1: That's yeah, so, um, kind. Of, that's a kind of a nice um, introduction to your company because I feel like just the name of it has a lot rooted in your values and who you are. So it's exactly. really nice that it's all and, there. And,
4: and it, it rhymes really well.
3: Yes. Yeah. So that's <laughs> thing. Yeah. Exactly.
1: It rolls. It rolls off the
3: tongue, and it, it has a really
1: wonderful it. meaning.
3: <laughs> that's right too. Yeah. This is this yeah. is what basically uh, represents us uh, in a true sense. Of you know uh, earning your living honestly and sharing and uh, giving back to community and uh, you know recognizing humanness is one that's our core values of our as, uh, the faith we believe in. So uh, of course we're going to yeah. sell salt, we want to also tell the tell our story as well.
1: I like that. We had um, one of our past guests um, was Ali Ball and she does marketing type things. And yes, she was I, I know. that. Oh, you know her. So yeah. she was saying that people should be able to see your product and even just the name of the product and, and have it embody who you are and know about what you're all about. And so I think you guys did a great name, choosing, choosing the yes. name of your company. Cause it definitely Thank does you. that.
2: Thank you. I want to ask about merging two cultures one you're very aware of, which is the kalsa salsa, kalsa part oh. of the salsa, but tell us how you found out about salsa. Like what made yes. you think of combining these two very original ideas?
4: So um, I came <laughs> here in, in the 80s and in late 80s, uh, until then I didn't know what salsa meant <laughs> <laughs> or what it was. So I was introduced to Pico by a coworker and I was just like blown away, like a you know, like it's, like it's a love at first bite, you know. And then over the years, I started my making my own, just experimenting. Then then added one spice here, added tamarind, see what it does, so on and so forth. Then over the years, just, just a beautiful flavor came out,
3: which was this love. love for our family and friends. No no party would be without that salsa ever in the house (laughs) it
2: has to be Sukhdev so, salsa.
3: When no, you're invited okay.
2: to a party, everyone
3: says, "Hey, can you bring We're your salsa?" Exactly, yeah, exactly. Always. Our house, we we are big entertaining people as well. We we have gatherings all the time, all the time. So, um, if you don't have salsa, subbiv salsa, not mine salsa. So, salsa, that's a kind of a deal breaker. <laughs> so, our family and friends just love them. Um, over the years it became more perfect adding yeah. different uh, and, yeah.
4: and about a co- couple years ago, um i we had a big gathering and i didn't get a chance to make one uh salsa and so i ran to costco and got the a national brand award-winning salsa and then when everybody tasted it uh, what is that <laughs>
2: They were disappointed. They were very, dis- I am mean, sorry <laughs> to say that, but they so were disappointed. So what is the, um, what is your party record? Like, so you had a party, how, what is the largest amount of salsa salsa you've eaten in one party?
3: Okay. Oh, I would say it ranges from 20 people, like in a family, but in a gathering, like if an event, like in an anniversary or birthdays or some other, other big events, probably up to 70 or hundred.
0: Yeah.
3: Easily um uh, and we there also went eat. to one party diwali party you have heard of the uh, the festival diwali festival is indian yeah. festival so there we um uh, a couple, hundred people, couple hundred people there so but that was like a very uh, recently we had okay we'll do that
2: how much salsa <laughs> so. did you eat at that party ourselves
3: or the whole thing? no the whole party <laughs> oh a my gallon? god it was, um five gallons that's a
4: big probably a couple of gallons yeah yeah
3: nice (laughs) and i remember the couple of kids they just keep coming back to that diwali party they just couldn't have enough they come back and sneak can i get a little bit more (laughs) can i get a little bit more and
4: even the parents are sending
3: their kids to come back that's nice We um
1: hear stories kind of like this from makers where they didn't exactly set out to start a food business. They just started making something and people really liked yes. it, and then friends and family said that they should start a company. Is that kind of how it happens for you? It's what it sounds like I think we,
3: that,
4: yes,
3: so yeah, exactly like that actually yeah. we actually this is our story, but we when we when we went to the business, we hear the same story from every maker, so yeah. we realize that it's it's uh, across the board same thing, yes.
1: I think that also says a lot about the people you hang out with, because it means that they are encouraging of you to start new things. And so they really want you to do, you know, if you if you're doing something really good and they appreciate it, then they kind of lift you up
2: so that you can do something for yourself.
3: Right. true. You. Yeah.
2: Yeah, now, so, uh, how long have you been doing the salsa? I remember quite a few years ago meeting with you, maybe more actually, than
3: four. No, actually, so I would, I would just say, uh, after that uh, event, he's been saying he's been I uh, mentioned he brought the national award winning salsa and nobody likes So, um, that was our aha moment because I've been telling him, Hey, we should because friends and family were telling, Hey, you should do this as a business. And now we are we have jobs, we have in the corporate world, he's in, I mean, we. He's an engineer at Oracle. I was uh, working at OHSU as a health physicist. So no, no desire to business. We we'll just do this. But with that moment came, uh, with that event came an aha moment for us. And I told him, you know what? World deserves better. <laughs> we should share this change with the world. So we should do that. We we owe that to the world. So one thing led to another. He agreed, and it was actually like June of 2018. Oh, 2018. Yes, it's just uh, a couple years ago when we made this idea of making it a business. Then one thing led to another, went to SBS website, then learned about our kitchen thing and a, a, a Bohemian Kitchen. Then she led us to you. Oh. And then we visited you in July of 2018.
4: Oh. And that was yes. only okay. one of the... Uh, most valuable one hour. We yes,
3: had. that was the best one hour we had. What? Yay! Raise boots! <laughs> yes. Yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell, us why. Tell me know. why.
1: Tell me why. Yeah, it can I mean, you guys. Can you guys talk about what it's like to meet with Sarah? Because I think that um, I like listeners who haven't met with her to know what it's like, yeah. because I do think it's such a valuable experience. So can you talk about what your experience yes, was like? Yes, all day.
3: Okay. <laughs> I don't have all day though. Um,
4: so, so uh, you know, coming to her was you know, like, she got through the clutter and she told, <laughs> avoid, you know, a mistake that you can avoid. And, you know, what, this is a process and you know, like, uh, And, you know, my wife, she was taking notes and Sarah was talking and then, you know, we had so much information from, you know, how to get packaging and little things like... How she get the air out of the container by doing a burping?
3: And we didn't, we don't know. I mean, to give you the premises, we were not in the business at all, business world at all, let alone the food and beverage business. So when we were, we went to uh, uh, Sarah and that one hour we eyes were open and things, she said, oh, you know what? You should wash the vest. I said, with the hot water. No, 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 no. The cold water. And I said, yeah, that would be wrong to do hot water. <laughs> so little things like that, just just uh, stuck with me. And, and then uh, it was very, very valuable. And, um, uh, she was of course very welcoming and she tasted I mean it was wonderful we had PS done that that meeting I guess and um yeah then one thing led to another and here we are <laughs> that's
4: great yeah.
3: how many stores are you in now
4: we are in um all of market choice nice we are in three new seasons good we are in two world foods and we are in the green zebra
2: nice.
4: and Chuck's produce in Vancouver
1: Oh, great. That's yeah. so great. I um, was looking at your Instagram and your website. I do this, I do investigating. So I have things to talk
3: about. So I wanted, I to, that. <laughs> I wanted yep. to
1: bring up that um, you guys attended the getting your recipe to market event. And so I wanted you to talk about that because it sounds like it was really beneficial for you. So if you could maybe let people know what it is and um, what came out of it for you.
3: But, yeah. So um, so while we were registering our business and we found out on the website, GYR class, very expensive for us. So we thought, oh, should we take it? We know. So we finally agreed on taking that. But I'll tell you, that was the best investment we had done in starting a business. And I mean, the any, best, new
4: business any new food maker,
3: any new food maker just definitely had to have that because I, I can't even count how many mistakes we would have made. If we have not attended that class those mistakes would have been very very expensive yeah. i mean everything you know, you know what happened with us we weren't actually we didn't get into the class because i don't know we applied late or something and uh, we missed the first session but somehow uh, uh, there was cancellation something so we were meant to be there so we got a call hey there's a spot you want to come to we jumped on this we we actually attended a second class with all the notes from the first class and everything and then there's just the guests they have are so wonderful from ODA to uh, Sarah Masoni, of course, and from, from, people John, from Boyle. John Boyle. I mean, you see them, every big, you know, uh, name people can give you tons of information. Oh my God. I mean, the, the coworkers and you see the stories and you are uplifted and, and at certain points you also see, is it really for me or not? I'm telling you the truth. So I was like, really, should we do that? I mean, this is so much to be done and, I mean, there are challenges and hurdles and stuff like that, and uh, but then we, of course, we were uplifted and we got into the program and we got so interested into that.
4: And then we had the first uh, presentation at the uh, Food and National Center, um, December 2018.
2: And oh yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So the they time they you to do...
2: market, the time yeah. to market, even. time to
3: market. Yeah. yeah. Before that, there's a, there's a. I think they also let you do, uh, go to NSM for. Give me a presentation, Same. yeah, and then you go to FIC for the for the uh, yeah. And,
4: and at the event, John Boyle came. We didn't know who he was. Yeah, he sampling, <laughs> and and then he's next morning he sent us an email that I tried thousands of products, <laughs> but you have a winner. And
1: That's so awesome! So just John for, Boyle's for, awesome. For, yeah, for our no. listeners out there, John Boyle is. Um, the reason that our podcast has a sponsor i think so he is uh, he is um the buyer for market of choice and he is really into local food companies but yeah. probably tastes so many products so for him to give you that compliment that is huge yeah. and I mean, I is a huge compliment. And his, that's so lovely next comment
4: was you know i want you in all my stores as soon as you can you know
2: yeah that's Lure. so great that's so how, cool. so how long did you? it take you to get into all so of that's
3: that's a that's a part so this was your food expo or whatever it was in december so he tasted that there i think that late december we got an email i remember standing in this room where all of our family were like yay and then <laughs> how are we gonna do it <laughs> 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 to all his stores and i so uh we didn't have anything at that time. Uh, no packaging. No, no packaging, labels. no labels. No barcodes, nothing. No, no barcodes. I mean nothing, nothing was in place as for business. We have a salsa and um, um, um and then of course we and my thing was I wanna do the as like like ASAP. <laughs> and then also um I I just I had this thing in my mind, how about doing on um um uh, Super Bowl day in February? I just had that and like wow december and it's february 2nd i mean what are you going to do yeah so we we really worked hard that month and got all things
4: i taught myself photoshop and made my design my yeah, own label good all job <laughs> yeah. hands-on you, homemade put stuff your, kind of you
3: put thing. up your own website i bet too didn't you uh, yes yeah yep. kind of and then first i never had any uh facebook page or instagram or anything i'm like a not in the social media kind of thing. So I realized on January 29th, you know but I had to have something to tell people. So I started that Facebook page on that day. Um, And then, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a beautiful journey from then onwards.
1: And you guys did it. I think those are the um, best kind of successes where you don't, aren't expecting them and they happen and you, and you have to work together to figure it out. I think those are lovely moments in life. (laughs) Definitely.
3: And I tell myself, once we get somewhere, I mean, I'm going to have that email by John Boyle printed
2: and framed somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say that. I <laughs> that mean, don't you think moment. like when you don't know how to do something, it sounds really complicated, but then once you do it, you're like, oh, that was easy. Next yeah. time it's something different that you have to learn that makes things sort of challenging. And, but the, you can do and it. those kinds of things never go
1: away. You keep having them. They just change exactly. to something yeah. different. You know, I
3: was going to say they yeah. just keep changing, but we're still getting all those learning moments and we mistake we made and we try to get avoid the expensive ones so we you know try to do our research and stuff but um, yeah they keep happening but the shape this changes but uh, uh, definitely. So
2: do you have another store in mind that your next goal? What what would be your next goal for another? We would show? like to uh,
4: expand all of the market of choice stores.
3: Oh, oh. new season. New season, sorry, new seasons. Yeah, we oh, have okay. our marketers' size All new seasons. That will be our next goal. because we only have three right now. Okay. And after that, again, definitely whole food will be the next and, or.
4: And at the same time, we are a little uh, wary about expanding during the pandemic mm. because we can't do any uh, demos.
2: Sampling. And demos yeah.
4: are the only way to connect to uh, new customers.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, We're going to have to take a quick break. And when we come (laughs) back, I want you guys to go into details about the flavors of your salsas. Awesome. Especially that black bean one, I want to
2: hear all about
1: it. Yeah. So we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back.
0: Yay! Oregon State University's College of Agricultural Sciences and the Food Innovation Center are proud sponsors of the Meaningful Marketplace, committed to serving all Oregonians with the mission to advance the science that lives at the crossroads of conservation and production. We are inspired by the creativity of food innovation, new economic opportunities, and new experiences because food brings people together.
2: I have a question about yeah. black bean salsa. Do you traditionally eat black beans or is that a new food for you? Or for you no, no, no,
3: no. Black bean is, you know, we, we eat a lot of lentils and uh, beans, you know, oh, okay. I know, everyday food kind of thing. Uh, are we, you vegetarian? Yes, uh, we are vegetarian. Okay. Yeah. yeah so we sense. had that. And uh, to tell you the truth, when we started the class, GYRM class, we have only one SKU. Yeah. The classic. I think that's what we brought to you as well,
2: yeah. the,
3: the classic one. And then we realized we you know, need to have more skews and expand a little bit more. And then we um, uh, came up with black bean and mango habanero. So the black beans, do you cook them yourselves?
4: Uh, No, we we buy the organic pre
2: cooked. Ah, okay. And then what are
3: that's a lot of beans to cook. I know. know. We we thought about it. We bought the raw one still sitting in my garage, but it was like a not very valuable uh, business uh, decision. So we said no. That's going to be.
1: What are the other flavors that are in the black in with the black beans, so our listeners Uh, know what to look for? Oh,
3: uh, mango habanero.
2: No, in with the the black black beans. There's That's jalapenos, called. I know,
3: and Fresno oh, oh, peppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the content, the ingredients so they, in the black bean, Yeah.
4: There's Fresno peppers. There's cilantro, tomatoes, onions, garlic, uh,
3: fresh, and fresh were, lemon
4: juice. Yeah, and the star,
3: star thing is of course Indian spices. Yeah. Yeah. Did
2: somebody just heat up a bowl of that and eat it like black, like black bean soup?
3: Oh. Making soup out of black bean salsa? Yeah. You can only sit on Masonic and think about it. Awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you could totally do that. Yeah. I totally would do brilliant. that. I yeah. mean, if you that's wanted really it, thick, you could just add a little bit of cornmeal, and then you could put it in a burrito.
3: Oh, my yeah. God. That's a wonderful idea, Sarah. Yeah. I mean, Some we put rice? in the burrito anyway. Like yeah, we put in burrito. I, make, I cook with it. Yeah, I always, you know, that's my favorite thing, too eat as well as kind of uh, tell people yeah. you can just cook with these salsas these are very hearty you know uh, fresh ingredients and i actually sauteed uh, actually uh, a few days ago i just sauteed a mango habanero salsa in some olive oil and then i had leftover um, nice. cooked rice and i just mixed them this that's it and that made it so flavorful so beautifully you know delicious meal i am uh, you know i had some protein my uh indian paneer and some avocado to make a whole meal out of it
2: yeah so
3: um it's not only salsa with chips but you can use it for with very um, uh, very you know meals or of course salsa chips salsa and your tortilla uh, your uh, burrito those are given but uh people are experimenting with uh, uh cottage cheese Right? Cottage yeah, cheese does. would be good. I know, um, you might know Betsy from GYRM, right? Yes, yeah, that's her to go thing. She that me every morning she has cottage cheese with some salsa. That's it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. that's the thing that um, probably like when John tasted it and was like, this is so good and so different. That's the thing when I first had your guys' salsas was that you expect it to be like a salsa, which is generally. Um, you know the tomatoes and lemon and things like that but there it's like you add all this flavor to them with the spices yeah. and so it's like so, so yeah. i
3: mean go ahead. sorry go ahead
1: I was just going to say that you go in kind of expecting that it's going to be a salsa, which salsa is great. It, you know, we eat it a lot, but but you go in and then you get all this other stuff. So it feels like you took salsa and you like brought elevated it up it to, it. yeah, elevated yeah. it to this really delicious thing.
3: It's a next level of salsa, I would say. Yeah. Anything boring, it. you just put on a salsa. it will be exciting with the flavor, full of flavor. Yeah.
4: So we, we brought in, this also brought in uh, some Indian street food called chaat. Mm. that flavor into
3: the salsa yeah
1: it's so wonderful and and yeah. surprising like when you guys were i mean i've done markets with you before so when you were sampling before do you notice that people sampling are kind of surprised when they try it yes
3: every one of them the yeah. i actually see the. i don't see the salsa i look at their eyes i know what at seven seconds they're gonna do this you know i i know that yeah <laughs> everybody's like uh totally taken uh, very excitingly, you know and they didn't expect that. And the thing that I want to make, uh, I think when it all started, the South when he was experimenting with Indian spices, ev- with everybody, with every story was like that. You want to go to your um, comfort food you had when you were a child. So this was coming from, I think, that corner, because when we in India, we have the street foods like chard and this thing with Indian spices in there. Here, we don't had that in the 80s, especially in the 80s. So then that's when he started experimenting putting that thing in there and it came out to be as, you know, the Indian... Salsa, the salsa, but still give you kind of Indian uh, uh, taste on that. Yeah,
2: that's cool. Can I yeah. ask a personal question? Sure. sure. How did you two meet? You're such a nice couple. Aww,
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, almost thirty years now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we've been we've been married 30, 29, 30, 30 years in January. Years yeah. January. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So we were actually introduced by someone in India. And then we just uh, happen to like each other and then it's the goal. That's, the rest is history. The yeah, rest is a history. Came here.
2: yeah. One of the things that I think is super cool is that people, a lot of times in the food industry, think when you merge two cultures that it's infusion, but it's actually diffusion. And I looked it up. And that means that you find something from another culture to be desirable. And so you bring it into your culture. And so... That's what you've mm. done with salsa and your traditional seasoning. And I think that is so cool. Um, and, I, and I need to go buy some
3: of your black bean yeah. salsa right now so that yeah. I can eat it. That's our mild salsa, milder. So uh, just to tell you the heat level in that. So black bean is a milder salsa if you're going towards a lower level of heat. And then you can, uh, classic is in the middle of the road. And ha- mango habanero is a pretty hot one. Nice, nice hot.
1: That's I'm the one that say, I like to get. <laughs> yeah, I leg leg the man, yeah, the mango um, habanero one that you guys make is my favorite. Awesome. What yeah. do you do with it, Sarah? I just put it on everything. <laughs> <put> it on. <laughs> <laughs> like if I make, you know, any dish with rice or with beans, I'll just put it on it on the side. Um, I've also started like a soup with it, like just put a little bit in there because it adds like a little bit of that sweet heat, you know, and so I'll yeah. like saute it into if whatever
3: I'm making it's really fun it's a fun yeah, one you
4: can basically well, add it to anything that boring and
3: um, yeah. bland. yeah yeah any, any protein on this you know saute any protein you be a vegetarian so I do my um, Indian paneer or uh, tofu saute and has this as a side or relish or I mean a lot of this uh limitless I could say can I
4: <laughs>
2: ask a question I see you yeah. have sugar in each of yours have you tried doing one
3: without sugar
4: um
3: we have, not, we have not, but we are going to be doing a lot more product development. That could I be think one of because, the uh, idea to
2: do that. Um, yeah. it would be interesting to do one without sugar because then you would be able to go into a lot of these crazy like diets that people have, like Kaleo. Yeah. and. Few, you, you know, yeah.
1: when we started, uh, when I started my sauce line, I had four flavors, and I and all of them had sugar, and I didn't even really think about it until I started doing more of like the co-op style um, selling, and um, and then I had a lot of people. Whole thirty became a really big diet for mm. people. So I just started making a few that didn't have sugar so that I could capture yeah. both audiences. And so it is something that, um, you know, it took a while to do that. It was like a, a little while into the business. But I do think it's a good idea yeah. because then it opens up the door to a lot more customers for you guys. Definitely.
3: We are totally, I mean, I mean we have that in our, our business plan when we wrote and we have our mission and things all together. We're going to do this, 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 and that. And product development, research and development, you call, we have those ideas in there, but we have not been able to do there yet because of the it's a two people show and mm-hmm. we had full-time jobs all last year since this this, this, this this since this January I have started full-time um with the salsa, yes we were will be were yeah that's yeah. exciting that's an exciting
1: switch when you get this came to, to me
3: this happened to be I got laid off uh, from work in January okay yeah. so before that we were doing part he's still working but uh, so we, we will definitely have that uh, to answer your question, have that those things um, you know tried and see we can do without. Yeah. I want to make a note about the mango boner uh, salsa, uh, Sarah Marshall was saying yeah. that's our award winning salsa. Actually we just just won one more award last week last week. Yeah. The it's, it's like an international oh. international flavors award. Oh, congratulations. And Mango Habanero was the one. And we have already won, as we told you, the, uh, the SCOBY uh, yeah. Awards 2020.
1: I, I won a SCOBY Award, too. Yeah, I saw oh, that. Congratulations. I mean, mine yeah. is like from 2011, I think. It's like
3: the first okay. year. It's
1: the only contest I've ever entered. <laughs> so oh, oh, I won. Do I was well. like, yeah. that's it. Enter. I'm not doing anymore. That's You've the only to. one. I was yeah. like, no, I, was just enter. I just wanted to, like, live with
3: that. <laughs> I know. I, we were so excited. I mean, it was a process of <laughs> the whole long process, but we were very yeah. excited. We it's so cool. Validation.
1: Congratulations. And, you know, that you. that contest is, like, a lot of people enter it. So it's a yes. big show when you win. Yeah. It's like there's so many people that, yeah. um, you know, entered, and it just means that you're doing something really special. So it's yeah.
4: awesome. Uh,
2: can
1: job. we
4: dig a little do, deeper? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. ahead. I are hoping t- to do... Do well in the Good Food Foundation Awards this year. We anchored.
3: Yeah. We're waiting for that. I'll see yeah. So,
2: <laughs> I want to talk about the spice root flavors, spice, spice route. I don't know how people pronounce it. In Minnesota, we'd say root, but both Minnesota's ways. Yeah. Can, you, yeah. can you tell us what you mean by that? Because there are people who might not know what that means.
4: Um, I think we need to update our website.
3: Do we do we say, yeah. do we still say spouse, spice it route? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that term actually is not what we actually intend to um, represent as because of uh, how spices came to India and whole colonialism came with the British. Yeah. Kinda reminds people that so we actually I you know got that term from someone and we need to fix that.
2: what's fix the that? new? What would you replace
3: that with to describe yeah. it? We, we describe our salsa as a bold, bright, burst of flavor. Is that right? Yep. That's our new tagline. I mean, that's that doesn't really go very deep, though. For so, spice,
2: yeah, so each of your salsas probably has a characteristic flavor that's a traditional combination of spices, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. No, no, we we definitely, uh, it, it's, it's our Indian salsa and how Indian spices, in it just, it's a combination of about 40, 15, 14 different spices in there.
2: In each one, do you put the same spice blend or is each one a new
3: spice blend? They are each similar, the different ratio, you know, a little bit different recipe for each one. But yeah, the the ingredients are spicy the same. Yeah.
2: So it's like... Um... Hines 57, that's a sauce that had 57 spices in it or something like that. Oh, um, yes, you
3: can see that. It's similar I to wonder that. if,
2: because one of the things that I've always noticed with folks from India is they don't want to really talk a lot about the heritage of the seasoning blends, and I'm thinking it's time to talk about it.
3: Definitely, definitely. We, and not
2: uh, just uh, gloss over it with like that it's bold and spicy. Okay, so, so I, I want to know more, but you, that's my challenge for yeah, you. Know more. She wants sure. to.
1: I think too. It's the same idea of like feeling connected to you and your story through the description of the flavor. So mm. um, I think. I mean, th- I think if Sarah puts that in your brains you'll be you'll be thinking so, about yeah, it. Yeah,
2: because bold and it. spicy is <laughs> just Americanizing it. That's like somebody's barbecue
3: sauce. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, we don't. Yeah, want this don't not do that. that. This is to your brand. No, no, this is not. No, 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 no. You it's gotta special make
2: like. It, really from your heart. So people want to know so the what, details.
3: Yeah. My question is, what, what would you like to know about like, uh, Oh, what I want to know do? like there's cardamom
2: or, or there's, you know, I don't know. What, all, it, what, what are the spices?
3: You're outlining all 14 of them. Yeah. Like that kind of thing?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, you might think that's a, um, like your secret spice, but nobody's ever going to be able to come up with the same combination.
3: No, and it's only so they can do that. No, nobody can do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's your intellectual property.
2: But yeah. the thing is right now, people kind of want to, they really want to know, like, what okay. am I eating? What is, what is unique and cool about this? Not that it's just bold and spicy. We want to know, like, what makes it bold and spicy?
3: Yeah, we can definitely work on that yeah. and have those listed maybe... Maybe properties of that too. For example, one of the things is uh, 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 tamarind. Ta- tamarind we put yeah. there. it's pretty yeah. common. But and the the you can buy it, it has, at the
2: grocery store. I saw it even at Safeway. They had tamarind. I was
3: so surprised. Right, but and I the veg val-
1: people ha- will have a lot to learn from both of you about. You know, because there's a lot of people that don't know what tamarind is, or even like the spices that you're using, it's a good opportunity for you to connect people to you and to your food and uh-huh. um you know be able to educate people a little bit. So I think even um we sometimes will do like these description cards like when we're sampling that will say, like, can you taste the coriander or whatever it is? Uh, okay. So that okay. you're like creating this interactive journey with
3: your customer. Oh, that would be awesome. That's a yeah. good idea. That's a good and then idea. You can talk
1: to them yeah. about all the ingredients and stuff. Cause that's really what makes a I think your um, salsa special is that you have created these really awesome blends, but it's but all of that education about the food and the spices that you use, not everybody knows. And so it's really an opportunity for you to connect to people and be like, I put these in there because we put it in this dish or we
2: yeah. oh, and yeah, I make nice. this thing. The spice route could be a highlighted thing on your page where people would click on it and then you could tell stories about what, you know, the different spices. I think that is really a key um, differentiating piece about your product. And so you shouldn't minimize it.
3: No, that's that's an excellent idea. We can totally look into that. And also I was going to say, all the spices do have nutritional value. I mean, tamarind for one, I mean, we found we found why making it, I mean, it just makes the cell life go longer.
2: Yeah, because I mean, yeah, it's vitamin C. I yeah, think it's all of
3: the spices have some kind of a valuable nutritional value. That's what being used in India from thousands of years so um, it's ingrained so much in there we just get called spices but i understand what you what the public will be looking for i mean uh, people who don't know about that yeah that's yeah. an
2: example of transparency definitely yeah.
3: you can work on that cool on
2: that.
1: where do you guys make your salsas do you have a kitchen or do you make them at home
4: no we make it at a bohemian kitchen a
3: commercial, oh. commercial kitchen in uh, beaverton called beaverton. bohemian beaverton. kitchen
1: yeah. And it's yeah. like a shared kitchen with a bunch of other makers. Yes. I
3: think. yes. That's right. Yeah. That's, right. that's yeah.
1: great. We ha- we have some people that, um, that do that. Do you think that you'll be able to stay there or do you think you'll outgrow it?
3: Well, if we, I, I think depending, I mean, if you go to more stores, you're going to outgrow it. Yeah. That, that's the an honest answer. Um, because the limited hours and people, uh, want to use that space? It's a rental space for a few hours only. I mean, uh, it it can be a challenge if it's uh, if it grows to, um, I would say, it. we can handle what we're doing right now. Maybe double of that, yeah, very yeah. easily. Uh, but beyond that, we we'll have to probably think of something.
1: Yeah. So for now, it's good. I think that um, it's a little bit different when you have a um, you know, a fresh product. It's pretty, you know, it's like you you know what you're going to move through. So you can like do your stuff, have the space come back in with new stuff but when you have something like like what i have or if you have pe- people that are packaging things up you know you might not sell those for the whole next year so then you start to run out of space Storage, <laughs> so, yep. yeah we that then, was our problem yeah. it got really hard to share be in a shared kitchen space because we kind of had to like haul make everything and then haul it out somewhere else and then i'd of course always need whatever i hauled out and have to like go get it and bring it back but it's nice it's nice that your product is fresh so you can just make it and get it out the door and so you don't run into
3: do, do you uh, i'm gonna ask you do you have your own space now or uh, definitely i have, do
1: um i used to have a shared kitchen that's like the bohemian kitchen but this one was a pitman building in portland okay. i shared there with a bunch of uh, buddies and then um now we have a commercial kitchen that's built into our home so it's separate from our house oh, but okay. we're still able to you know like so right now my daughter's upstairs and my kitchen um helps this is yeah <laughs> she's over there working while i do this so awesome I that's have, a, to have it all uh-huh. taken care of in one place which is Really cool.
3: awesome that's that's a great uh um, you know situation to have you
1: know? yeah and then i don't forget things and have to drive across town to get yeah. them
3: <laughs> we have done that we have done that from human <laughs> kitchen we take like a- Things and then we just forget one, then we go back and we lose one hour we do, I mean, yeah, yeah. We're done that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Have you it's, thought about changing your garage into a salsa kitchen? Oh my god. What you
3: just you just kind of can you read our brain as <laughs> now? I mean
2: because the this one company down in southern Oregon, I learned a lot from them about making salsa, it's called Head Show in Oregon. I've heard Head of them. show means yeah. yeah. made in Oregon. And yeah. they turned their garage into a um into a salsa manufacturing area and they refrigerate it with big, huge air conditioners in the windows. So yeah, that's every-
1: what my kitchen is. I mean, it was a two-car garage that the yeah. person who we bought the house from was a contractor and he had turned it into a commercial kitchen space. Yeah,
3: so I, can see, uh, yeah. That I can see I see the same journey. I mean, I don't know all FE uh, people think the same because we had the same idea what you just both talked about. Yeah. About like uh, almost a year ago. When yeah. we were in the business, we started and said, what are you going to happen? And then, then uh, you know, thinking about the steps ahead and that idea came to our mind. We looked at it and what are we going to do? But then trace back and, you know, but we haven't. Yeah, that that was an idea came to our mind as well.
2: <laughs> I mean, if you're going to make it a lifestyle, then the closer you live to where you work, the better.
3: Better it is. Yeah. Because That's, you
2: definitely. like you said, you can spend a lot of time and traveling from here to there and it gets really exhausting. and It's not sustainable so yeah 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 i'm all in favor of converting the garage yeah (laughs) (laughs) me too
1: (laughs) (laughs) do you both have any advice for uh new food entrepreneurs out there
3: i go first you want to go first yeah um
4: you know if you have choice between fresh versus the shelf table you know uh stretch limits here to a certain area only. You can't. You have challenges of logistics. Shipping it is very costly. So if if you can, you know, I would say have a backup with the shelf stable product.
3: Yeah, we because we have some challenges of shipping up. Like for example, we 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 send this food to this mercantile, good mercantile, and because of the fresh food we had, we had so much packing with the with the the cold packs and stuff. And then the, it didn't arrive right, right on time. They had to throw it away because it went bad. So that's why he's thinking of that challenge, the current challenge we have right now, but talk about overall business uh, advice. I think I would say, first of all, take DYRAM class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the first one, that the first one. Learn from other people's mistakes as much as you can
4: yeah.
3: before making your own and then learn from them. Um, and uh, the Portland has been, I mean, uh, such a community, good community. I mean, good people around us. I'm so excited. I mean, I, I sometimes compare my corporate life, what we had before with this. And even though how different we look, we are, you know, uh, we were so welcomed by everyone there. We were co-crafters uh, and stuff like that. And
4: everybody is so willing to help
3: to have. So learn from each other. That's, that's that's your core. Like a PNW group we are in with Hannah and uh, others, all, all of you, they put their own experiences there. That's the best, I think, advice, I would say. Take the class, yeah. learn learn as much as we can. You know you know what with this the businesses many business businesses fail the first, second year, because people, because we don't learn enough to begin with, right? Like for people like us, like we came from the different world. And uh, so GYR, I'm the first one, and I would say learn from each other and enter the groups as much as you can be active in those yeah. kind of yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, areas.
4: One last point. That, you know, sample, 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 you know. I know. uh, You know, you know, you can't do any sampling in the store side. Now, at some point, things will open up. um, But that should be like on top of your list.
1: Yeah. 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 Sarah always says, sample like your Santa Claus because you should just, it's the best way to like connect with people. And it is. We do
3: that. We do that. When we do market at the end of the the, uh, demo, he will take a tray, put all these little sam- uh, samples and thing, and he just literally go all over the um, place. Like we were in, um, what was that Christmas, holiday? Christmas, Christmas bazaar. We went Christmas bazaar for two weeks, but six seven days. Yeah. You know, the last year, and then you know we were in the uh, uh, veg expo in Seattle. Large groups. He will literally go in Santa Claus and giving goodies. to everybody. <laughs> I it's think the that's best the best way. way
1: to that's have people try way. your product. Product, I think yeah. too, and and also I you know, I always think that like all of the other vendors, like we can just be this amazing team. And I think that you don't exactly. see that everywhere, but I think Portland yeah. is definitely that way. And so even, you know, if I have other vendors at the markets, I always say, come over and have a snack if you get huh? hungry. Cause we always forget to bring food a lot of times. I know, <laughs> so I it's know. like, we have to keep yeah. each other alive and feed I each other food yeah. and it's yeah. the best way to connect, yeah. I think.
4: Yeah. And, and farmer, farmer markets play a big role in that. You
2: know? Yeah. Yes. I think if I were you, the thing I would do at the farmers market is when you sell somebody a package of the salsa, I would say, would you like a spoon? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) And see if you can get them to walk around eating the salsa with a spoon. Excellent. I know. (laughs) That that
3: really we we just will be having spoon there. I'm serious, because there you can say, "Do cream. you want a straw?" <laughs> I know we serve as like a scoop of ice cream with a with a spoon there, so we give yeah. like, you salsa with a spoon. It hey, <laughs>
2: yeah, and just everybody's gonna see them eating, and they're gonna go, "Where did you get Ooh. that?" Yeah, that's true.
4: I know.
1: um If people want to buy, we always like to send customers to you guys directly. If they want to buy from you directly, are you doing any farmers markets or events right now?
4: We're doing uh, one farmer market at Oranko Station in Hillsborough.
1: Okay. Okay. What day of the week is that
2: one?
3: What day of the week? What day? Uh, Sundays Sundays. from 10 to 2.
1: Okay, so you can go find these guys at the Oranko Farmers Market. Sundays, go buy their wonderfully delicious salsa if you like spicy buy the habanero one it's my fave
3: bring a spoon
1: <laughs> bring a spoon yeah we we you guys, a spoon
3: too. <laughs>
1: thank you guys so much for joining us today it was yeah. really great thank to thank hear you, your story so and i hope that people find you and connect with you and try your wonderful product and we'll um tag you in all the things so people can connect with you thank
3: Thanks you so much. so much both of you it was uh, it was a wonderful hour I was thinking in the beginning of our, what are we going to do? We're we going to talk about the whole hour. And it just flew <laughs> by like that. It goes by fast. <laughs> yeah, I know. it does. It's just been fun. Yeah. It's wonderful. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
2: you. All Marketed right, bye Choice. Bye. Marketed Choice is Oregon's largest independent family-owned grocery store. With 10 stores in Oregon, it's all about choice. We focus on having a wide selection of the finest and freshest conventional, natural, organic, local, and health-conscious products. We have more than 1,300 teammates, including real, authentic chefs, bakers, butchers, cheesemongers, florists, and more. We all strive to create an authentic, relaxing, enjoyable shopping experience with our customers and truly care about the communities where we live and work. To find a Market of Choice nearest you, visit our website at www.marketofchoice.com. At Market of Choice, we buy local so you can too.
1: And you can go find Calsa Salsa, Market of Choice, all their stores. Right. Go get
2: Yay. it. Yay.
1: <laughs> we record Masonian Marshall weekly. Tune in live every Friday at 9 a.m. at startup Radio or you can find us on your favorite podcast platform. Search for the meaningful marketplace on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you to our audio engineer Alon, and our production a- assistant Chelsea. If you want to be a guest on the show, send us a message on Instagram at Masonian Marshall. And we will be back next week. Thanks for joining
0: us everybody bye Bye-bye. bye for now committed to serving oregonians with the mission of advancing science that lives at the crossroads of conservation and production oregon state university's college of agricultural sciences and the food innovation center are inspired by the creativity of new food development we strive to find new flavors new economic opportunities new experiences and honor diversity We are proud sponsors of the Meaningful Marketplace because good food brings people together.
4: You're listening to the Startup Radio Network. Listen. Learn. Launch. 10% of our gross revenue goes directly to women entrepreneurs in developing countries around the world through Kiva's microfinance program.